All right, welcome back to the emergency goalies. We had a three-game sample to go over this this time. So uh, it started out, you know, kind of mixed, but the Blackhawks did get a surprising win. They were able to beat the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, who are, you know, going to be good. And it was, you know, Maple Leafs have lots of chances especially Austin Matthews, but they uh, couldn't convert any of them. So the Blackhawks were able to pull it out with a nice effort. And then most recently they went to Colorado and, well, that wasn't a very nice effort, but I mean, Colorado was really good, but they absolutely dominated the, dominated the Blackhawks. They didn't get anything going that game. They lost four to nothing and it was, Honestly, could have been even worse than that, but I, you know, three and they went two and three on this five game road trip to start the year. So I'll ask you, Michael, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think we saw a lot of what we expected a lot of ups and downs and flashes of really nice play, uh, some strides by some of the young players, and then also getting dominated on occasion by a really good team. The Avs game was certainly a wake-up call for uh, the entire roster, but I think especially for the young players, I think it's a pretty good example of the standard, um, you know, or, or I shouldn't say standard, but kind of what it takes to be a great team in the NHL and, you know, the Avs are obviously a couple years removed from the cup and uh, they've got a few different players, but the, you know, the main, the, the main cogs in that wheel that the, the top three players on that team are still there and they're still awesome. And they, they showed Bedard and the, and his fellow rookies, what, you know, how, how, how far they need to climb uh, to, to kind of, reach those levels yet so it's yeah that was a you know a disheartening way to 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 finish the the road trip but yeah you could say like that's a goal that they're going to be hopefully eventually shooting for yeah absolutely absolutely and you know but it it certainly doesn't erase the the good that we saw Mm -hmm. uh, you know especially uh in stretches during the toronto game I think especially uh, there were a lot of really solid play in that. Um, obviously, the goaltending held up very well in all five games, not just this week. Um, I was thinking, I mean, even that Avalanche game. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just thinking about it. I forgot to. Yeah, I mean, I think we recorded this last week before the Montreal game, so I should probably. Yes, we did. Blackhawks went behind three nothing, made a furious rally at the end and came very close to tying it at the end of the game but lost so which you could say was kind of a disappointing because Montreal's not supposed to be good but it was a very strong effort at the end yeah and we we've seen that in a few of the games so far where the Blackhawks kind of fall behind a little bit and kind of feel their way and then uh, tend to finish stronger and 
have a, you know have a good third period. Uh, that wasn't the case in the Avalanche game, but you know certainly in a few of the games prior, and you know they they came up short against Montreal, but they overcame the deficit against Pittsburgh and um, I think even Toronto they were down one to nothing, right? I think they were, yes. Yeah, so it, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it it shows that they got a little fight in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as I was saying, the, the goaltending has been great um, in all, pretty much in all five games, I thought. Um, you know, Mrazek gave up four in the, in the Avalanche game, but gosh, I mean, that, yeah, I that could have been six or eight or ten or twelve. <laughs> Uh, he got a little got a little luck from the post and the the crossbar, um, but he also made some really nice saves in that game. So, you know, if they get good goaltending, they're gonna they're gonna be in most games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, I think we kind of talked about it in the in the preview episode. You know, part of Morazic's issues have been injuries, not just mm-hmm. you know his play. So, you know, it's it's gonna be hard to hard, it'll be hard to imagine that you know a guy like Morazic who struggled with injuries and, and inconsistency the last few years of his career and then you know a first time uh part-time starter in the NHL like Soderblom I, I can't imagine they're going to be consistent throughout the year so we can't count on them to be as good as they have been mm-hmm. um and so yeah I mean you're gonna you're gonna need some guys to step up mm-hmm. um, and uh you know bedard finally had a uh you know kind of a rough going in colorado he didn't have the puck much he didn't get a shot on goal for the first time and Honestly, uh, um, you know nobody on the team did have the puck much <laughs> most, most guys on the team didn't have a shot on goal um and you know and it, it, as tough as it was on Bedard, I think Korchinski was the one that had the worst game of all the rookies. He really struggled in that Colorado game. And, uh, you know, we've seen in in most of the games, his offensive ability has, uh, you know, kind of evened out or at least kept him fairly close to even with the amount of stuff that he gives up defensively. But Boy, in that Colorado game, he was really struggling in the defensive zone, and he he wasn't able to generate much in transition or offensively. So, um, him and and Murphy were, uh, you know, they've been treading water most of the season, but they 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 were basically drowning out there in that Colorado series in that Colorado game. So that was tough to see, but we're going to see that on occasion with a 19 year old defenseman who. Um, you know, didn't even really have his own his own end figured out in the WHL, let alone yeah. the NHL. So, um, but you know, really uh, at the same time, I thought I, I thought Vlasic and yeah. Kaiser both showed pretty well in the Colorado game. Well, I was going to bring up Vlasic so, in general because he has looked very good, like all five games. Vlasic yes, very good. Yeah, and, and you know, and he's been flipping sides too. You know, he played the first few games on the right side, um, alongside um, Tenorti, and then the last couple of games he's been paired with Zaitsev and playing mm-hmm. on the left side. So, showing that versatility, and 
yeah, I, I think he's held up very well in all five games. Uh, you know, he hasn't generated a lot of offense yet. We saw a little more of that in the preseason than we have so far during the regular season, but that's to be expected a little bit. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a dynamic offensive player, but I think he can do a little more in transition in that than he showed so far. But through five games, you just you, you just want him to, you know, play solid hockey, and I, th- I think he's done that. And then uh, Vlasic, his reach has been – um, a very big help uh, in the defensive zone. He's breaking up passes left and right, blocking shots, and you know he chips in. Uh, you know he 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 joins the, the the play in the offensive zone. He, he's not a guy that leads the rush like the the way that Korchinski or Kaiser can do on occasion, but he can be a, a late man. And um, you know he he's he's shown he's shown decent instincts once they get into the offensive zone a little bit. So. He's not a total zero in that in that regard, but yeah, I mean his his strengths are always going to be his ability to to break up plays with his reach and the fact that you know for a six foot, foot six guy he's he's fairly mobile, so he moves around well and he gets in those passing lanes and that's that's helped quite a bit. Um, and I think it's freed up Seth Jones a little bit to be a little more aggressive offensively, and that's been a pretty solid pairing. In all five games, I've I've felt um, so. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definite uh, um, positives. Um, I think of all of the the young players, I think Reichel's probably been the guy that struggled the most. Mm-hmm. Um, he's I think he's got one assist through five games, and his yeah. line has really struggled. Um, you know, he's not playing that. with the most talented guys. Yeah, yeah, but he had one of the few like really great chances in the game against Colorado and he just he kind mm-hmm. of closed. he didn't pass he didn't shoot he hesitated and it kind of left up the chance and you just like he just seems like he's still kind of in between yeah I mean when he has popped this year um and he, he's, he's tended to do it you know once or twice a game it tends to be with his speed mm-hmm. um where he'll generate a chance through his skating but what we saw at the end of last year was his creativity and his puck skills mm-hmm. and he was making plays in the off you know uh, on the cycle and he he has not been able to do that this year yet mm-hmm. and some of it might be you know he's playing center now or as opposed to left wing like he was doing when he was playing in the nhl last year and you know again i think in the preview we kind of talked about at, at some point in the future, I do expect him to move to left wing as opposed to, to playing center. But for the time being, the Blackhawks don't really have any competition there. So um, I'm sure they will continue to try him out there for the foreseeable future. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, of the young guys, he's the, he's the one that's that's probably struggled the most, but he's also the guy with the most experience. And so I'm I'm assuming he will bounce back a little bit here uh, hopefully once they get home and start off uh the the home slate um even though you know coming off a tough game against a really tough opponent they get to go home and play the defending cup champion the undefeated uh through five game vegas golden knights which i was gonna say the one team team that's arguably better than the 
avalanche. Yes. Yeah. So that'll that'll be an interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the Blackhawks respond uh, after the drubbing that they took in in Colorado. You, you, you hope they have a little bit more energy coming off of the road trip and yeah, home the crowd. Like, yeah, wouldn't you think there'd be a boost from the home opener? At least early. I, I would think so. Um, and you know we the slow starts that they've gotten off to with the energy that's going to be in the, in the United center. I I would hope that they can have a strong first 10, 15 minutes of that game and hopefully get out to a lead and let that kind of carry them through as opposed to having to, to chase the game the way they've they've had to do most of the, most of the matchup so far. Um, Cause if, if Vegas gets out ahead early, um, they're the yeah. type of team that can shut it down and, and really prevent you from from coming back, just kind of like the Avalanche did. So, yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. It's kind of hard to gauge all these young guys and stuff when you're playing such good teams every game. It's kind of like exactly you'd like to see them against like maybe a couple bad teams to see what they could do. Yeah, and I mean we had the, the Montreal game and. They they showed decently in that game, but yeah, I mean, this this early season schedule is is very very rough, and um, there's there's not many let ups because you know you, you you play Vegas and then you play Boston. Those are their two home games this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they go right back on the road and they go play Vegas. <laughs> so yeah. It's not. It's not going to get any easier for the for the foreseeable future, and you got to think Boston's going to be looking for a little revenge after. Well, I think um, it's a, the Blackhawks played yeah, them um, tough last week. So I'm trying to remember what beat writer it was, Mark Lazarus or someone saying that it's not going to let up till Thanksgiving. Basically, it's all tough until right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't gone over the schedule with a fine. Tooth comb that yeah, far ahead, that. but I, I just kind of looked at the October schedule, and yeah, it's there was like one or two games where, you know, they're they were playing bottom end teams, but other than that, it's just it's a murderer's row. Yeah, <laughs> and I I think it's encouraging that they already have two wins because yeah. they could have very easily gone, you know, oh four and one or one and four on that road trip. Yeah, like last year, so, with last year's yeah, game. I, they're probably definitely going to 0-4-1 or 1-4 with last year's team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the only um, the only thing they might have gotten by with last year was uh, maybe getting a goalie win um, <laughs> out of uh, uh, Staylock. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, you know, he surprised a few with a few games early last year. But, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, I mean, that's that's been part of it. You know, like I said, is we've we've gotten good goaltending in all in in all five of these games so far. So yeah, um, I think that's made a big difference. It, had we not gotten that, you know, regardless of how the other young players have, would have played, I, I I you know I think an zero and four or four or one one and four type mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, record would have would have very much been in play had the had the goaltending uh, shown up the way it has so far. Yeah. Now we talked about this a little bit 
last week, but I thought we have to mention it again because the power plays have not gotten any better. It's, I think they have one goal it, in 23 attempts. Yeah, it's it's been rough. It's been rough. And, you know, it was a, it was a momentum killer uh, in particular in that Avalanche game because uh, they were playing the Avalanche even up through the first 10, 12 minutes of that game. Um, and then as soon as they got that power play, uh, Colorado got the, the, the shorthanded breakaway, scored the goal, and then it was all Avalanche the last 50 minutes of that game. And, you know, the, the Hawks just never mounted any kind of attack after that, even even as they got several more power plays during that game, they just, they never established anything. And yeah, I don't, I don't think they quite know. I don't feel like they have an identity on the power. Yeah. Kind of trying to decide is Connor Bedard going to be the guy that carries the puck into the zone or is it going to be Seth Jones? And then once they get into the zone, is Bedard going to be the quarterback of the power play or do they want him on the opposite side waiting for, you know, and to take advantage of his shot. And yeah. I think they're trying a lot of experimentation and it just hasn't worked yet. They haven't gelled. Yeah. It's like, that's what I was going to say. So, it just, yeah. Because like you say, it feels like it's out of sync, just out of sync the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think they've experimented with a couple of different things already, you know, five games in, you'd like to think that they, they'd have something to lean on. But as of right now, they don't. And it's one of those things you hope like they will get it, like just playing together eventually it will start to start to gel. Especially with Bedard. The young and players he, would have a little more freedom and space out there to kind of show their talents. Uh, yeah. as opposed to five on five. So yeah, I, I would love to see Bedard and, and Reichel and Korchinski you know, start to make a little bit more of a mark there. And I mean, I have faith that they'll figure it out. I, I, I think they've got enough talent to, to fill a pretty decent power play one at this point. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> certainly hasn't happened yet. So we'll see. For sure. All right. So I guess, I don't know if you have anything else that you wanted to mention. I don't think so. Um it's just been, yeah, you know, it's all, a lot of up and downs, flashes of nice play, but you know, it's there's a there's a talent deficit between the Blackhawks and most other teams in the league, and you know, barring uh, good goaltending or you know a big game out of you know a player here and there or a few lucky breaks, the, the Hawks are going to have struggled to win games. And we're going to, we're going to see more than one game that's reminiscent of this Colorado game. Um, hopefully yeah. they're not, there's not more than one or two that are quite that bad. Cause that was really brutal for long stretches of that game. But you just, there are going to be, there are going to be blowouts. You're just looking for progress. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's not going to be progress on a day-to-day basis. It's going to be week to week, month to month, more long term. Um, you know, like I said, Korchinski had, you know, a, a really rough game in Colorado 
he's going to have more really rough games, but you just, you don't want those to stack together. You want to see if he can respond and, you know, that's if they do start to stack together, um, you know, kind of the way that they have been with Reichel a little bit. He hasn't, he hasn't really had that, that game to snap him out of it yet. And at what point do you maybe try and shake things up with, Hey, maybe we try him a game at, you know, on the wing or, you know, something like that um, where they have to, you know, just try to experiment a little bit, but for the time being, it's still very young in the season and, you know, they haven't even played a home game yet. So there's, there's no reason to panic about anything. So. And like, like, like we're saying, it's, they're not trying to make the playoffs this year. They're just trying to right. get better. Just trying to get better and get some experience and yeah, you know, uh, have fun too while they're while they're doing it. And judging by the attendance figures and the ratings, uh, I think a lot of people are having a lot of fun watching the Blackhawks. So yeah. that's good. There's there's hope now this year as opposed to last year. Yes. All right. Well. At I am STH85 on Twitter, Michael. MJ underscore Ernst. And the podcast, as always, is on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify. If you want it somewhere else, just send us a tweet and let us know if you can't get it. And you can always ask us questions, too. And who knows? Maybe we'll even answer. But, um, yeah, the Blackhawks are mostly moving in the right direction. Hopefully fewer games like... uh, the one in Colorado and yeah, let's uh go Hawks. <laughs>